Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Narrated by Sayyidina Umar, I'll be pleased with him as he heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, were you to only place your trust in Allah azawajal in a true way, truly place your trust in him, he would have provided for you the way that he provides for birds who go out in the morning with empty stomachs and return having taken their fill. And so in this hadith, it's uh, the next hadith that he mentions in the chapter on certitude and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in one of the previous hadith, he also spoke about birds and spoke about them in the sense of hearts resembling the hearts of birds, i.e. in relation to their trust or in relation to their softness, that there would be people whose hearts resemble the hearts of birds that enter into paradise. And then our Prophet also wants us to now reflect upon birds that we see go out in the morning and that they fly and they look for food. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides them with food. And likewise, the believer goes out and searches for his sustenance. So this hadith is also proof is that the point here of placing our trust in Allah is not that we just sit at home and not do anything. We take the means. Just as the bird goes out, we go out. We seek for our provision. We take the means uh, in a balanced fashion, knowing fully when we take those means that Allah is the provider. And just as we see the hundreds and hundreds of birds where we to look out in the morning, and they all go out, and every single one of those birds uh, that finds their provision, likewise, is that all of the hundreds or thousands of people around us that we see going out, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for all of them so there's no reason to have any type of anxiousness or worry or anxiety or anything of this nature when it comes to our provision. And if you really think about it, we're moving closer to springtime where we're going to start seeing this emptiness that we now can actually see in the trees because the leaves are not there. But pretty soon that they're going to have birds come and inhabit them and then there'll be eggs and those eggs will hatch and you'll have these small little chicks that the mothers go out and then bring back the food and subhanAllah it is an amazing thing and what a beautiful metaphor our Prophet has given us sallallahu but the key here is we don't just want to place our trust in Allah we want to truly place our trust in Allah and to give tawakkul its haq and to give its right literally the right of placing our trust in Him in other words is that 
we go out outwardly, but we don't rely upon anything else that is that we do. We rely solely upon our Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in the next hadith, Al-Abi Umarata Al-Bara ibn Azib, radiyallahu anhumah, the famous companion Al-Bara ibn Azib, may Allah have, uh, uh, be pleased with him and his father, narrates this hadith, Qala Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Ya fulan, idha awayta ila farashik. And so he's addressing him directly and he says, is that when you lay down to sleep in the place that you'll be sleeping, faqul, say, and saying this following dua, Allahumma aslamtu nafsi ilayk. Oh Allah, I have submitted myself to you. And here nafsi, dati, submitted to you completely with all in my entire being. I have directed my essence to you. And I have turned my affair over to you. And that I have that sought refuge in you. Desiring your favor, fearing you, desiring both hoping for you and fearing in you. There is no refuge and there is no safety from you except in you. I believe in the book that you have sent down. And in the prophet that you have sent. And if you were to die that night, that you would die in the state of fitrah. And they say here the meaning of the state of fitrah is iman. You would die in the state of iman. The fitrah of Allah that Allah Ta'ala that created people in that form that all of us were standing before Allah Ta'ala on the day of Allah and that every human being has by way of potentiality the seed of belief that lies in the depths of their soul. Every ruh knows uh, that it has a creator. So if we say this, that at night, were we to die that night, we would die in the fitrah. And when you enter into the morning, is that you would achieve much good. So what a blessing that we have this dua that we can say. And this should be the very last thing that we say as uh, that it's clarified both in Bukhari Muslim and in Bara'a. And the Messenger of Allah said to me in this narration, If you come to the place that you're going to, that take your rest, i.e. where you're going to lay down. That make wudu like the way that you make wudu for prayer. Then lie on your right side. Then he mentioned the likes of the previous dua. And make it the last thing that is that you say. So all of the other invocations that we say uh, before bed, and there are many. If you look at uh, the amount of invocations Imam Manali includes uh, in those that we're supposed to say before bed, there are many. Um, and uh, we can look in the khulasa as well. There's a number of that beautiful adhkar that have that brought together the various narrations and presented them. It's a very good thing to follow. But at very least, that there are uh, some that we should do, like saying. In the Ma'abi, retain three times each, that blowing in your hands after reciting them each three, and then 
what you can putting wiping your hands over your body uh, to the extent that you can and these are very good sources of protection sometimes you don't know how much they're protecting until you actually forget it one night and then actually see a bad dream or something like that and you realize it was a protection uh, that you only realize when you actually didn't do it but then also the tasbihat saying subhanallah alhamdulillah uh, that uh, Allahu Akbar 33 times each except Allahu Akbar 34 times each um, and then ayat of kursi the, uh, uh, that amna uh, rasulu to the end the last two verses of surah al-baqarah um, and then there's some others as well that uh, you can reference in either the khulasa or the adhkari of Imam Nawi. But having said all of the all of that, the very last thing that you say is this dua. And uh, just before that you actually try to fall asleep and then you can remain in a state of dhikr, but you want to have this to be the last dua that you say. And, and, and look how beautiful this is. is that This is how we go to sleep at night. Aslam tu nafsi Completely submitted to you. Directed my essence right, totally to you. I completely have assigned my affair over you. I have sought refuge in you and I have hope in you and I fear you. I realize there's no that Meljet, there's no refuge, there's no safety from you except in you. And then we believe in what you revealed. We believe in the Prophet that you've sent. Allahu Akbar. That's how we want to die. And if we do this, that night in and night out, night in and night out, night in and night out, is that it's an, an amazingly that beautiful way to prepare for the qabr, for the grave. When we're going to need all of those meanings, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us in all of our affairs. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full time, part time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.